You're listening to the NFL on TuneIn. It's No Huddle with Brian Weber and Cordell Stewart. Thank you so much for taking the time. It's got to be a busy week for you. I'm sure you prefer to be playing, but here oh, we are sure. back in Minnesota. So you know where I'm going to start. <laughs> How long did it take you to shake off what happened the last time you were here <laughs> playing against the Vikings? Oh, man. Uh, it's still, it's still kind of hard, but, you know, I, I kind of try to put it in the past a little bit, try to have fun a little bit. I can't think about it, you know. But everybody bringing it up, though. Yeah, they are. And, and I know you want to move forward because, of course, you feel like you should be here. And, and oh, I thought sure. the team you guys had, especially on the defensive side with Cameron Jordan yeah, and the yeah. pressure. And, of, of course, you coming in your first year. Remember going back to draft day when you came in and talked to myself and Brian and yeah. asked you the question. He was kind of reserved and laid back, was, was, but was excited. But then you go out and have a, a great year. Uh, how was it your first year? Was it something you thought it was going to be or the lights became a little bright early on? Nah, I'm, I just go out and play football, man. That, that's just how I am. And I don't let the, the lights or anything get to me too much. And I just try to stay calm and, you know, just go in and, and do what I do. So uh, the first game, and I, I found out it was real, though, we uh, we, was in, we were in Minnesota. We actually lost in Minnesota. And, and our team, like, we weren't very good, you know, on defense. So I'm like, oh, yeah, it, it's kind of real. The NFL, the NFL life, you know, you really have to bring your A game. And then the next week, you know, we did a little better, but, you know, we still wasn't there. And after that, you know, we went on, too, and we just got together like, man, we, we have to do better. And, you know, from there, it just, it just went up from, from there. So. We knew you when you played big-time college football at Ohio State. As Cordell mentioned, we chatted with you draft night in Philadelphia. Yeah. So you were ready for the pros, and obviously you had a remarkable rookie year. I think you're going to be defensive rookie of the year, so we'll look forward to that announcement coming up. <laughs> What was it like playing in New Orleans? Cordell's hometown. Right. We watch. It's the loudest venue oh, in man, all professional it. sports. Man, and it. you guys jump-started that defense this year. Yeah, man. I love the Superdome, man. It's like when you make a play, man, it just go crazy. And, you know, you just get that, that, that feeling. So, man, I love playing in front of that crowd, man. I, every home game, man, I just love it, you know. So, um, just had, like, home field advantage in the playoffs against the Panthers, man. They, that was probably the loudest I ever, the stadium I ever been in. Even with uh, Ohio State, we hold 108,000. But, you know, just that Superdome, it's something about it, man. It's special. And, you know, I love playing in New Orleans. Most fans have a tendency to have a great connection with the fan, uh, with the team, the yeah. fans and the team. You think of Pittsburgh, Steel City, you yeah. know how the people are. You think of Green Bay, right. Cheeseheads. Yeah. You know, you think of Oakland. You go into the black hole, you see the fans with all the costumes on. You remember that when yeah, we were yeah, up watching yeah, that, yeah. right? New Orleans, you know, you got the umbrellas, second lining. You know, everybody's got their beads on in the middle of October, you know, and and it doesn't come around until this time of year as far as Mardi Gras is concerned. When you feel that love and that genuine passion from a group of people that's all about sports in that area, what does it do for you as an athlete, knowing that you came from Ohio State with Coach Urban Meyer and how he taught you, what does it do for us elevating your your, your capabilities of going out and playing well every week? Man, it's just like... I mean, you see everybody is, is there for you, and they, they have genuine love for you, you know, as a player. So just to know you had that support uh, <clears throat> backing you up, and it's just easy to go out there and play for them. And, you know, just when you make a play, you know they're going to, you know, they're going to yeah. scream and coming out the tunnel. Yeah. All that type of stuff, man, you know, they, they really love the players there. So, I mean, like I said, man, I love playing in New Orleans, man. They, they really genuinely have uh, love for the, for the team, and, you know, it's a great feeling. Yeah. Chatting with the Saints, outstanding quarterback Marshawn Lattimore joins us on behalf of Gillette. We'll talk about the outstanding work they're doing in a moment. So you mentioned you start 
the season on the road here in Minnesota, mm-hmm. Monday Night Football. Week two, Tom Brady and the Patriots come right. to town. As you were getting ready for that game, I'm sure you knew Brady was the greatest of all time. But right. with your preparation, film study, what challenge does New England now present to Philadelphia, even with the advantage of two weeks to get ready? What's it like to prep for Tom Brady? Man, they um, Tom Brady, man, it's like it's never over with him. And, you know, what they do is uh, they, they take plays that, that you didn't do good at and, you know, they attack that. So, uh, man, it's just like you you don't know what to watch. Like, it's so much stuff to watch on them. And, uh, you know, it's so much stuff that they do. You, like, really can't you can't zone in to one thing. Mm-hmm. You know, you just got to go out there and play your heart out really with them and, you know, just – uh, sometimes they're going to shock you with some of the stuff they do, but, you know, most of the time they stay true to, you know, to what they do. So, mm-hmm. you know, you never know what you're going to get. And, you know, you have to play all four quarters because it's never over with him. Just like last year, they came back uh, in the Super Bowl like that. And, man, you have to play your heart out, man. Yeah, you do. And, and I mean, they one thing they do, they're prepared to play for 62 minutes, yeah. which, you know, that takes you into overtime because we saw that Super Bowl, as you alluded to, uh, just now. But, one thing you're talking about, which I think makes this organization led by Bill Belichick so phenomenal, so great on so many levels. While other teams are really, really good and some are great, this stuff is beyond conversation. You talked about them taking away the strengths of what you do on defense, yeah. uh, taking away the strengths of what you do on offense. Right. Does Philadelphia have enough to be able to compete with this team? Because we've seen them play better than most yeah. in the NFC in particular. Four is Fletcher Cox up front. You have Malcolm Jenkins in the secondary. He's a leader in his own way. And then at offense, with all the backs they have, Clements, Smallwood, Garrett Blunt, Jay Ajayi, the receivers, Torrey Smith, who we never thought was going to play this well, right? All Sean Jeffries coming out of Chicago. And then you got the backup in Nick Foles. Do they have enough with Doug Peterson to be able to beat this football team? Oh, man. You never – really, you never know. You never know, like, uh, what motivation they have going into the game. You know, that's, that's sometimes that's that's all uh, what you need, you know, going into these type of games and just have motivation to go ahead and play your heart out, play better than what you've been playing, you know, all your life for a game like this. But uh, Tom Brady, man, it's just something about that team and him. Like, it's hard to beat them. But uh, hopefully, you know, they uh, they step up to the challenge and try to get the job done. But what would you be nervous about if you played that corner and you had to play them and say this was the championship? Well, they did in week two, right? And yeah. we know what happened. Yeah. That was early in the season. And that was early because you got better as the year went on. Your whole entire defense was much better than what they were, obviously, in the beginning part of the year. But if you had to do it again and you saw it and you saw what they've been doing, mm-hmm. what, what would you have done differently this second go round if you had a chance to play them again at the corner? Because you may have mm-hmm. not gotten beat. Yeah, but with, with everything else, what everyone else was doing, what you saw when watching film, right. what do you think is the big difference? Uh, just being aware. Yeah, that, that's really that's really the that's biggest thing. That's a good thing. one because a lot of teams aren't. Just just being aware of what's going on, like the down the distance and what what they're trying to attack. Like for us at the beginning of the season, with the uh, you know the outside corner, inside corner, they was doing a lot of switch routes and we were getting picked. Right. So they attacked that, and we we knew that, but in the game, like. You know, the bullets flying, the bullets flying, so, you know, we get stuck in that. And we got better with that, uh, you know, uh, as the season went on. But I think that's the biggest thing, just being aware, man, and just just knowing what's going on in the game and and how they're trying to attack us. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's really it. Teams have personalities. 
You give us a sense of the vibe in your locker room. You got Drew Brees on his way to the Hall of Fame. Right. Most popular <laughs> man in the state of Louisiana next to Cordell. And then you arrive. Alvin Kamara shows up. Right. You guys arguably the two best rookies along with Deshaun Watson in our league. Oh, yeah. What was the spirit like on your team this year? It was fun. It was actually fun in the locker room because, you know, I told him, man, we didn't have no swag as a team. Like, <laughs> the first couple games, we were just playing flat, you know, and I, that's why we started taking the pictures, you know, on the field and just doing little fun things, you know, just to, just to boost us up and uh, make us play better, you know, and play together as a, as a, as a team. But, I mean, it was, kinda, it was fun, like, towards, like, going, like, as the season went on, we were just ha- trying to have fun. Marcus is funny. Cam is funny. They real outgoing, so they're funny, funny guys, so. No, we, we just try to keep that up in the locker room every day. Finally, you have teamed up with Gillette. What should our listeners know about the His Big Day campaign? Uh, this, this campaign is just to show uh, the father and son relationship. You know, really with my father, you know, he's been there with me through it all. You know, so uh, I just want to show everybody that. And they called me, asked me to do it, you know, and, and I was right with it. Because I wanted to show, like, because most people don't have fathers in their home, you know, to help them out like that. And I just want to show how impactful, you know, having a father is. So, um, you know, he helped me through everything since I, since I started playing football. You know, he helped me through everything. So I just wanted to team up with, with them, with him, and, uh, just, just get this done and show everybody how impactful a father could be in your life. Well, you know, I was raised by my dad. Mom passed away when I was 11. My dad raised me by, by himself uh, until he passed away five years ago. And then now I raised my son full time. Right. And so far as the connection you have with your life and what you guys are trying to accomplish with your dad, I'm assuming yeah. that's what I'm looking okay. at behind yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Um, that, that's a good thing, man. It's nothing but like that dad power. It's yeah, love. Mama sure. love, but dad power yeah, is always great. So congrats on that, man. Appreciate that. Great to see you. Congratulations Thank on you. outstanding rookie year. Yep. You've been listening to No Huddle with Brian Weber and former Steelers quarterback Cordell Slash Stewart live on the NFL on Tune. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. The National Football League is on. Tune in.